Last week, Sony announced two new cameras to their lineup, the A6500 and the RX100 Mark V. And I want to talk a little bit about the RX100 Mark V because I'm really excited about this. This is actually the Mark IV, so this was the last iteration. And I bought this camera last summer and I've used it pretty much all year. This is an incredible camera and mainly I love it because of its size and then the performance that you get out of it. And it's really small. You can fit it in your pocket. Mine's starting to get scuffed up because it was in my pocket when I fell off a skateboard last month. But anyway, digress. It still works just fine. Um, but I've been really excited about an upgrade to this. And the only complaints that I have about the Mark IV, well, there's a few, but mainly one of the things is when you're shooting stills with this, it is not the fastest camera in the world. Uh, there is a little bit of lag time with the focus. Once it's locked in, the continuous focus works great, but it's just not a super fast camera if you're trying to capture action shots or anything that's fast moving. Um, the video works great on it. It does 4K video, but you have a five minute recording limit because of overheating issues in the camera. So I was really excited when they announced the Mark V, and I wanna talk about some of the performance issues that they have addressed, and this camera is going to be a lot faster than the Mark IV. So under the hood, you have a newly developed 20.1 megapixel Exmor RS CMOS image sensor featuring focal plane phase detection autofocus, the high-speed Beyonce X image processing engine, and an upgraded front-end LSI. So this, basically, I don't think you're going to see so much image improvements, but you're going to get a lot of improvements in terms of speed and autofocus. In fact, the first one that they're claiming is that the RX100 Mark V will lock in to autofocus in 1 500th of a second, and that is pretty amazing. I think, really, right now, one of the gold standards for autofocus is the Canon 80D. The 70D is incredible as well. Canon really have that figured out. In fact, it's good enough to use in continuous mode for video when you have facial recognition turned on. I think just probably a tier under that is the Sony a6300. It does extremely well with focus tracking as well. And then under that is kind of the Sony RX100 Mark IV. It does a good job, but there's just a little bit of hunting sometimes, and it looks like they have addressed that uh, right off the bat. Also, we have now 315 autofocus points with a super wide coverage covering 65% of the new image sensor's image area. And so this is very welcome as well. Again, if you do a lot of stuff where you're continuous focus, um, where you're shooting stills or even video, this will this will really help the performance on that as well. You also get, because of the buffer, continuous shooting at 24 frames a second. This is basically like shooting video, but with stills. Um, that's pretty amazing. And so that is a huge boost. And the buffer is now big enough. You're going to get about 150 shots in here before the buffer has to clear out. So this is a pretty significant upgrade on the Mark V from the Mark IV, which was kind of a slow camera. Um, moving on to... Um, 4K video. Now, this is where I was kind of hoping for some more improvements, but according to the Sony website, it just says extend support of 4K high resolution. And then when you mouse over the little numbers, it says continuous recording is available for approximately five minutes. The duration available for shooting may change according to shooting conditions and still requires a U3 SD card. And unfortunately, I don't think we're going to see um, this overheating issue addressed until Sony redesigns their sensor, and I have no idea when that would be. So I think most of these improvements uh, really are on the still side, but I, will, I do think you will get a boost in video performance as well because of that autofocus tracking. I think that is enough to make it just a little bit easier to use, um, but unfortunately, I don't think the overheating is going to be, like you won't use this camera to record an interview on um, or a play or something like that. You would probably use this, mainly what I do, for B-roll and stuff like that, and it is fantastic. It does four without any pixel bending or line skipping. I've used it for B-roll and artist series, and it is fantastic, but there is that limitation. The other thing that they have improved on is the HFR mode. And if you're not familiar with this, a lot of the Sony cameras have this, 
HFR stands for high frame rate, and in the Mark IV, it's a dial setting. And when you put that on, it allows you to do these burst recordings um, in HD video 1080 of super high frame rates. And so what it does is it'll record, let's say, at 240 frames a second or up, all the way up to 960 frames a second. And it transcodes that down to 24 frames a second or 30 frames a second, depending on how you have it set in the camera. And if you want to do overcranked effects for slow motion, it works fantastic. Um, it's a little bit kludgy and awkward to use uh, because what you do is you start the buffer, then you start recording, and the preview on the back of the camera is actually what the camera's recording, so you're seeing the slow motion shot. And for me, this makes it really difficult to frame up or if you see anything moving to know whether you're getting it or not because this is kind of stuck in the past while you're filming because it's showing your real-time uh, slow-mo. And so all they've done on this is they've increased the, um, because the buffer's increased, they've increased the, increased the recording time that you'll have on these. And so I suppose that's cool if you like that feature. It's a little bit of a gimmick at this point, but the fact that they're, you're able to do it at all is pretty amazing. Um, the other problem that I have with that is it looks pretty good at 240. It's definitely usable footage. When you get up higher than that, especially 960, the image really starts to fall apart and it just doesn't look good. And again, I was hoping we would see an image quality improvement on that. And again, I think we're gonna have to wait till the next generation of processors before we see something like that. But all in all, I think the, the RX100 Mark V is a worthy upgrade, uh, particularly if you're used to the Mark IV and you think you've been thinking about upgrading. Um, also, I think it's worth noting and Sony haven't really discontinued any of these models. You can still buy a Mark III, a Mark II, a Mark I. Um, so they're all available. Um, so if you want to save some money and you don't necessarily need the speed features or the, the fast autofocus or the 24 frames a second, let's say, you can go with something um, that's lower end and save a little bit of money. I, however, think the Mark V is going to be worth the upgrade. And just because I use this camera so much, it is always with me. I've always got it. That way, if there's something to shoot, I've got something to shoot it on. It's not my phone. Um, and I use the 4K video on here quite a bit too, surprisingly. Um, I wouldn't use it for these videos because of the limit, but for B-roll and stuff like that, um, it works just great. Be interested to know what you guys think, so feel free to leave a comment. And if you enjoyed this video, please remember to like it, share it, and subscribe to The Art of Photography so you'll always be up to date on all the videos that I do here. And until the next video, I'll see you guys then. Later.